1: Down. Shroud re signed back to Twitch.
0: yeah is. Breaking news, guys. This happened today. Very. Announced the return. <laughs>
1: What's going on guys and welcome back to Watch Time As today we're going to be doing a little bit more of a news episode Talking about all the goings on in the community Because there have been a lot of goings on in the community in the past week There have been
0: goings on
1: Everything from Twitch to YouTube to Streaming Wars to TikTok to Donald Trump to everything Big week for the gaming community and the uh, online content creator community as a whole uh yeah i'm here with grace we got a lot to talk about
0: the news we have been wanting for what feels like the past two months is finally coming to fruition around all the big streamers and the platforms that they are going to so as you guys know we've spoken about it a little bit but over the last couple months there have been massive developments with the streaming platforms Firstly, we had the shutdown of Mixer, which came completely out of the blue and meant that Shroud and Ninja, two of the biggest streamers in the world who signed eye wateringly huge contracts with Microsoft last year to move to Mixer, suddenly were free agents. They took the bag and they could go wherever they want. And then last month, we had the doc, Dr. Disrespect, be mysteriously banned off twitch which was his exclusive platform for nobody knew why and suddenly everything is coming together there is peace in the world we're getting the news that we wanted elliot let's talk about it
1: yeah so i mean the big ones uh i mean i think the most what, what, what happened first first things first chronological order uh or what, are we gonna go creator by creator i guess good way to go i
0: think we'll We'll go chronological. So the first thing I think to note is that Ninja did a couple of random streams on both YouTube and Twitch. He firstly did a out of the blue YouTube stream. It was not exclusive. So it, he did it out of his own free will. It didn't mean that YouTube had given him a contract at all. And that performed really well. He streamed on YouTube on his main channel to 20 million subscribers and peaked at about 160,000 concurrence, which... Which is pretty big, Elliot, but not. Were you? How did you feel about it?
1: Yeah, like, like I think. It, I think if anything, it's a bit of a testament to the fact that you know, Ninja's like, Ninja's like, an... he's still obviously a big name and people know him, but he's no longer like the the crazy viral absolute like pinnacle of gaming creator that he used to be. Like, don't get me wrong, 160k is good and definitely on a platform like like Twitch, that would be pretty good. But on on YouTube 160k, especially for a creator of his size, especially for a hype comeback stream is, you know, kind of like okay. Like I I did that that uh that stream the other week for the cars update and I'm pretty sure I was sitting on 110, 120. For a large amount of it, which is like I, yeah. But, but, like, but you know, like, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, saying for like a special event, like if there's something unique happening going into those numbers, isn't that crazy? You know, I think during the Travis Scott event, uh, Lannan laser beam was basically at 900,000, so nine times that. So, I think just you know, like, obviously, it's hard to compare, like apples and apples, oranges and oranges, but, um, yeah, I, I think it was a. You a, weren't blown away. I wasn't blown away, and I think you know not to skip ahead uh, ahead of chronological order, but I think a good testament to that is uh, when the doc uh, did his first YouTube stream, he was pulling half a million concurrents, if not more. I think five hundred, six hundred thousand. Um,
0: okay, so let's not jump ahead, though. No, let's no, no, no. Keep... But just like, I think yeah. I think that's
1: important to give context to Ninja's numbers, which are... Definitely. That, uh, you know, they, they were big. It wasn't like, oh my God, a total disappointment. But I actually reckon he probably would have been a little bit underwhelmed, especially considering that Ninja has 20 million YouTube subscribers he was mm-hmm. pushing that to. The doc got significantly more than that, and he's only got 2.4 million. So a tenth of the that's subscribers... Insane but five times as many concurrents it's like a it's a big difference
0: yeah that that's actually insane so ninja did his random stream on youtube and then uh, a few days ago he also did a random stream on twitch and the stream on twitch uh he was you know back on a new channel because obviously his old one had been deleted when he left twitch last year he streamed to just over 100,000 concurrents so less than youtube but arguments to be made that he was streaming at a different time it wasn't peak time it was a different day so it's it's hard to compare directly but both high performing streams I wasn't blown away I thought maybe they would be higher than what they were but at this point it looks like he hasn't made any exclusive decisions.
1: Yeah, like like don't get me wrong. I, I think that YouTube, um, yeah, he's definitely fishing. Ninja, Ninja right now is fishing. He's, he's fishing. He's got a couple of different rods. He's got a he's got a little rod that he's he's throwing in on YouTube. It's a little, little rod he's throwing in on Twitch, and he's just seeing like if any of them are hungry, you know, if anyone's going to come in for a nibble. Yeah, he's kind
0: of teasing them. I feel like he's you know putting the feelers out there to Twitch, like you know you could have this if you wanted it. You want an extra hundred K concurrence on your platform, like YouTube. He wouldn't what get hundred. You? you he wouldn't it? get
1: hundred K on Twitch. I reckon on Twitch these days ninja would probably pull maybe like 2030 i reckon i don't think that would be a, a crazy thing but also like ninja like you know he doesn't grind anymore he's not on the stream grind he has too much money he doesn't i think if anything he'd be doing way less hours which probably means he'd get way less concurrence which means that ultimately as much as i think both platforms would would love to have him for you know the kind of like the ninjas on our platform flex because like his name is still definitely worth a lot um more than his concurrence are but i don't know if either twitch or youtube is going to be coming out putting forward you know like 10 million dollar a year offers um or yeah maybe uh i don't know he could maybe get that kind of number but it's not going to be like what he got on mixer which was you know the 40 million dollar a year thing um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting if both Twitch and YouTube are both like, yeah, like, I mean, if you want, like, we're here, but, like, we don't really care. <laughs> yeah. And if he's just going to be like, oh, and like, and he's just going to have to pick between which one he actually prefers. And I think it's still interesting because um, because ultimately, yeah, like, he's got that bad blood with Twitch, like a bad, bad 100%. history with Twitch. But, um, but also at the same time, Twitch is definitely where he probably still has a really active fan base. And once again, also still monetizes a lot better. So I, it, it's going to be interesting. But man, if if he goes to YouTube, that would be very very interesting to me. Why? Well, because I mean, I, I mean, I feel like we can almost use this to segue into the next uh, the next person we're going to talk about, which is the doc. And it's that YouTube yes. YouTube just secured. Uh, like everyone's out here throwing around 50 60 70 million dollar like signing bonuses for the biggest streamers in the world like ninja and shroud and youtube just got arguably the biggest streamer in the world flat out dr disrespect for free without spending a dime and i really don't reckon they did i reckon that they were literally like hey we know you're banned off twitch you're not going to go stream on any other platform like you're going to come to youtube and they just got they, they got the freest, biggest boost to YouTube streaming imaginable.
0: They just got the biggest free kick of 2020.
1: They would be laughing.
0: They would be laughing their way to the bank right now. It is insane. So on that note, obviously, the doc was banned off Twitch at the end of June, I believe. It's been more than a month, which is crazy um banned mysteriously no one knows why apparently still nobody knows why not even he knows why he did this bizarre he knows he knows uh... why why. (sighs) okay elliot thinks he did this bizarre kind of press round um towards the end of july where he basically spoke to a bunch of people and didn't really say anything at all which i found kind of a weird move But it seems as though he's back. He's back on YouTube, which I don't think is overly surprising. It was kind of the only place he could go, given that it's widely reported now that he's been permabanned off Twitch, which means he can't go back. Um, But yeah, I think I'm happy for YouTube. They just got a massive free kick. One thing I did want to say, though, is how do you feel about it? Because for me, I feel funny about it a little bit. There's a part of me that knows he's been banned from Twitch for some reason. And to be permanently banned off Twitch, it means I think he's done something really bad. I, I don't think that Twitch would make that decision lightly, especially with a creator that they'd signed exclusively. And the response to him moving to YouTube was hugely positive, I would say, online. It seems like people have sort of forgotten about why he was banned from Twitch in the first place. I don't know. I still feel a bit weird about it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think the biggest thing that I'd be so nervous about if I was YouTube is that, uh, you know, if something does come out and it was something really bad and, like, it's actually provable, um, then YouTube's kind of going to be in a really, like, horrible spot where they're going to be like, well, I guess we have to do it too. Otherwise, we look like you know twitch actually cares and we don't which youtube can never do because youtube's part of google and that's like a a huge thing for them is you know keeping everything very like g-rated um but yeah i don't know like i mean ultimately it it seems it seems interesting and i'm still in two minds of it because the only way and i just i keep thinking about it and the only way i can reconcile what's happened with the doc is that He did do something bad. There is hard evidence of it because you need those two things for Twitch to perma-ban one of their biggest creators. Like, had to have been something bad and there's no way they do it without evidence. But then the part that confused me initially was like, well, then why hasn't it come out? Because this stuff always comes out. Um, And the only thing I keep coming back to, which is the only answer I can really think of, is that uh, that person is currently like in negotiations or in court with Dr. Disrespect to be like, Hey, if you pay me X amount of money, we can like just seal this, you know, like I'll sign an NDA. Because that actually does mm-hmm. happen. I like as far as I understand, that happens actually quite a like occasionally. Um and yeah, I I mean I that, that's the only way I've been able to make sense of this being like a big thing that hasn't actually gone anywhere.
0: I feel funny about it. I feel funny blindly supporting him because I feel as though something's happened behind the scenes that no one knows about. And, ugh, I don't know. Anyway,
1: yeah. one I, I thing been... that
0: is interesting to note is the fact that his second stream back was largely sponsored by a new game that's kind of yeah. in waves called Rogue Company. Uh, maybe Damn good he game. The money. Now that he doesn't have a platform deal,
1: <laughs> damn, damn good game, not sponsored. We know, we know what I find interesting, right? So we've talked a lot though about um, how YouTube generally doesn't monetize as well as Twitch, in the sense that like people don't donate as much or as regularly, or they don't subscribe like paid subscription to the channel as often. But what I wonder is, YouTube undeniably pulls in, on average, way more viewers than yes. uh, than Twitch. Like you know, a big streamer on Twitch is pulling in you know maybe 50 60k viewers on youtube like we saw with the doc it's like half a million or uh you know let's say let's say he settles in at like 250k which i think is Mm -hmm. actually pretty uh like actually like a good goal realistic Um, realistic yeah uh then that's five times what he's pulling on twitch so if he does the occasional sponsored stream those streams are worth a lot so if he can charge five times as much now because he's getting five times as many viewers over on YouTube. Um, And obviously it's probably not going to be a one-to-one ratio. That actually is Mm -hmm. an interesting consideration when it comes to tossing up the monetization of both platforms. Is just the fact that like, the more views are worth a lot.
0: He tweeted afterwards at Rogue Company um, alluding to the fact that it looks like it's part of a much larger deal with the game. Which I also think was really interesting because it makes me think that he was probably in discussions with them about that after he was banned by twitch and before he started streaming on youtube there's no way that they would have have pulled that deal together in two days i don't think um and i think what is interesting to take away from that is the fact that it seems as though brands have no problem associating with him anymore he was reinstated by his drink sponsor uh, That's yeah. what's
1: interesting, yeah It seems like a lot of brands have just kind of been like Oh yeah, actually, it's fine He still got dropped by his management though That's what messes with me, man He got dropped by his management And unless it was Twitch going to his management Being like, if you don't drop him We won't work with any of your creators ever again I I genuinely, I don't know And the uh, like, so the only alternative To all this uh, Like, you know, everyone thinking he did something really bad Would be that he acted in Like, in a business sense, in bad faith which is that mm-hmm. tried to start another streaming platform thing while in contract with Twitch. That I can imagine being something that they blew up at. But once again, don't know. Um, but you know what's interesting? Yeah, it seems like with that Rogue Company deal he did, it's like a, he's going to be like making a map for the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I don't know if, if you knew this, Grace, or if people watching this knew this, but uh, he actually used to be a map designer for, I believe, Halo? Or was it Destiny? I think I'm getting my I'm getting my people mixed up. Or was it Call of Duty? Yeah, one anyway, he used to be he used to be a map designer though. Like that was his job. Good research, like, mate. <laughs> knew, knew more than most, far out. Um <laughs> but yeah, he used to he used to actually make maps for games. Like that was his job, which is uh kind of like a a bit of a cool a cool circle.
0: I think it's definitely interesting that sponsors seem to have come back pretty happily. And yeah. they don't seem to have any major concerns. Do they know more information? Or are they just happy to take the risk given that his viewership is so insane? And there are very few people that reach that level of influence at his end of the market. Not sure, but...
1: I think yeah. I think ultimately it has to be probably... I, I don't know. I, I don't think you could have actually told the brands what the whole situation is. Because once again, it hasn't leaked still, which is insane And I don't believe that it would have not leaked if he was telling a bunch of different brands.
0: Yes, agree, agree. That's why I still want to know what's going on behind the scenes. I need to know, bro. If I
1: if I if I die without finding out what happened to the doc, I'm gonna be. Got it. I saw a tweet the other
0: day saying, "Imagine dying and not knowing what happened to the doc." That
1: that that is that's my vibe. That's how I feel. So please don't let it happen. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but then you know, while while Twitch may have been losing the dock and losing Shroud and losing Ninja, well, initially losing Shroud and Ninja, they they have taken one dub recently in the past few weeks, which is uh, Shroud re-signed back to Twitch.
0: Yeah, breaking news, guys! This happened today.
1: They announced
0: the return.
1: Yeah, which uh, got so much like virality around it. Like he was, he was, he was like, you know, teasing it for days and days and days and days and days. And days. I checked. I haven't actually seen him do a stream yet. I don't know if he did do one where tomorrow. he went live. Ah, uh, tomorrow. Okay. I'm super interested. I reckon he'll get 150K concurrence. I reckon that's my, goal. That's my bet, which would yeah. be good, which would be big for Twitch. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think. Um... If we, if anyone remembers, a few episodes ago when this first broke, I did bet Elliot and I said that I think it'll be Shroud back to Twitch and Ninja to YouTube. So I'm 50% of the way there.
1: I agreed. I, I think I think if you actually rewatch that clip, what I said was I, I believe one of them will go to Twitch and one of them will go to YouTube. I think we agreed on okay. that. I don't think we had. Okay. I, th- I don't think there was any <laughs> any disagreement in that conversation. Elliot, I'm just trying
0: to cause some tension behind between us. Well, I'm not. I'm not things.
1: losing. I'm not losing a bet. All right, we both agree. One goes to Twitch. One goes to YouTube. Although, honestly, I weirdly am not as confident anymore of Ninja going to YouTube. Although, mm. I don't know. Maybe I. I yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I genuinely don't know what I think he'll do. I think he could go either way. I think both ways are pretty plausible at the moment, to be honest.
0: The question is, Elliot, how much was Shroud's contract for Twitch?
1: Yeah, you reckon he got another bag from Twitch to re-sign to Twitch?
0: Here's my thing. Yes, I think he's signed exclusively to Twitch on a contract probably for at least two years. Yeah. But I don't think that it would be an exorbitant amount of money anymore because my feeling is that the tides have changed the tides have turned and the power is back with the platforms now
1: and mm. a year
0: ago where there was more competition between mixer youtube twitch facebook i think there was a lot of power at the hands of the creators and they were saying hey if you don't keep me on twitch i'm i've got other options i'm going to go somewhere else yeah and the platforms had to keep up or they really were going to lose out. And, they, and and then many times they did lose out on some mm. of the biggest creators. Right now, I think the tides have changed. The big contracts are no longer there to the extent that they were a year ago. But I think the platforms are making the play now basically just to eat up people's exclusivity. I think you saw it with PewDiePie signing to YouTube immediately after his DLive contract ended. I think that was YouTube just saying, basically, we're going to take you because we never want you to be anywhere else but YouTube. And I think Shroud signed a contract. He signed an exclusive contract probably for a while, two years probably, Um, but it's not obviously gonna be competing with what he was on for mixer but who cares because he got the mixer bag anyway and didn't even have to do the work
1: imagine getting two streaming deal bags in less than a year like oh my god dude that's just
0: insane that is insane
1: that's wild to me
0: yeah it is it is a little crazy but yeah i mean it's amazing to see the shift in so many of the big creators and how they've moved around. And I think at the end of the day, to me, what this shows is all publicity is good publicity. And the more drama that people are in, the more they take a break to an extent. Like if you're big and you're relevant, if you take a break in the way that the doc did, yeah. People are just hungrier than ever to see I, what happens when you come back. And I you think saw especially that
1: especially if you do live stream content.
0: Yes. Yeah. And one thing that Elliot and I were saying that is just undeniable is Doc is on another level when it comes to streaming.
1: Oh, what, like the production quality? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like I showed it to Grace before we started recording today. He's like just all his stream assets are ridiculous. Like people are like, Oh, I've got my little overlays, like, oh, have you seen my little donation notification? Like all that kind of stuff. And you're like, Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. But then like, man, the doc when he has yeah. like when he makes a stream asset, it's like a movie. He has a full like he's credits. like he has your a credit.
0: Overlay, child's play. Yeah. Child's play.
1: He has like a full movie credits at the end of his stream and the only credits are the doc and it just keeps giving him credit over and over again. Like it's incredible. (laughs) The music, the music he has as well, that sick like synth wave, like 70s, 80s vibe. Like, oh my God, it is so good.
0: He is a performer through and through. And I have to say that despite the controversy that we don't know about, I totally get why the brands would want to be coming back to him, why YouTube would probably be very, very happy right now. I think, you know, he's on another level. There's no one I think that is even you could compare to him in the... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. In terms of the style that he does, the uniqueness yeah. and the audience that he's able to command. Yeah,
1: 100%. He's, he's got, like, there's just, like, there's no real, like, replacement, you know? I feel like a lot of streamers, you know, you'd be like, oh, I kind of like this type of content. And you can go and you can find similar content. You can find people that are putting yeah. out, you know, roughly the same kind of stuff. But uh, but with the doc, no way. Like, the, the doc is the doc is the doc. There is no, there's no, like almost as good there's no equivalent there's no you know replacing your your normal milk with your soy milk there's there's only there's only the doc and the doc is the (laughs) doc
0: that was a weird analogy
1: i know i I probably could have done like like light what did
0: did you just bring in soy milk
1: i don't know i was trying to think of a product that has an equivalent all right fuck i'm just gonna (laughs) just gonna go i'm gonna go grab another elliot
0: we can't swear anymore elliot and i did a call with our new friend ben who's probably listening to this uh kid Ben and um, he was saying that we swear on the podcast too much and he listens to the podcast with his parents and he's 12
1: and he's 12 and we're corrupting him (laughs) we're ruining the children of today
0: I don't think we're too crass but let's let's cut it back on the swearing
1: I never, I, I, okay, I was so tempted to Elliot. swear right then, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I was like, I I, I, I can only just see Ben's face just looking at me with disappointment as I would have said it. So I didn't do it.
0: I don't think I can see Ben's face with disappointment. I can think I can see Ben's dad yeah, with the disappointment. Definitely.
1: Definitely, <laughs> definitely.
0: All right. The question for you is, Elliot, though, when are we going to find out about Ninja? What's your timeline?
1: Uh, two weeks. In the next two weeks, I think um yeah or at least that's when i think he'll make a decision although he hasn't really just he's just just still hasn't really been streaming much though that's the weird thing he hasn't been like doing a ton of extra twitch streams or a ton of extra youtube he kind of like did a dabble and i think he's just like waiting now um Mm -hmm. but but the but the thing is and this is like almost why i wonder if twitch did pay shroud or if they didn't is that like, I know for a fact, if if Shroud got a bag, him and Ninja are going to be talking and, Shroud, and Ninja will be like, oh, oh. yeah, bro, like, you, you got the bag, right? And he'll be like, yeah, bro, I got, I got the bag. And then it,
0: Shroud and Ninja are managed by the same person.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, well, also that the management knows. <laughs> um, and then and then Ninja will be like, well, like, on principle, uh, Ninja will be like, well, I'm not going to stream at Twitch if Twitch won't pay me. Like, it's weird. Like, creators, I think especially creators of that size, like, I think can be very, uh, you know, like, stubborn and, like, weirdly principled. Like, I don't know. I, I just know one thing I know for sure about creators is we all have this weird, like, no one wants to feel like someone else got a better deal or that they got under, mm-hmm. or that one person got valued highly and they didn't get valued highly. Like, people get really defensive about it. So I think that... um Yeah, absolutely. If Shroud got a bag, there is no way that uh, Ninja will go back to Twitch unless he also gets one.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And fair enough, to be honest.
1: Well, yeah, but also I I don't think Ninja would pull the same viewership that, that Shroud got. And also Twitch could just kind of be like... I mean, although to be fair, Ninja didn't really do anything wrong to Twitch. Twitch did something wrong to Ninja. But yeah, the, regardless, it's a sour relationship. So I, I've I've got no idea what's going to happen there. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm literally fifty fifty. You you could ask me to toss a coin to make my guess between Twitch and YouTube. <laughs> I I uh, man, I, I do hope though. I do hope a large part of me hopes that YouTube would give ninja at least just something to to come over to that platform because i actually think yeah. youtube way faster than i expected them to have actually become like a serious player in the yes like in the live stream space and like now i i genuinely think if they if they were to secure a couple more like big people from twitch they they would basically take it over like imagine if ninja and xqc both uh, went over to YouTube. Then all of a sudden, they've got Doc, XQC, Ninja. They've got uh, some of the biggest YouTubers in the world. Laserbeam, PewDiePie. PewDiePie, like all doing streams, like pushing hundreds of thousands of viewers, something that Twitch just cannot do. And I think if they if they can, if they can just get a few other little extra like service things out there and, you know, really kind of actually get their service offering done, then a hundred percent, they could absolutely dominate man they could absolutely dominate
0: yep 100 percent. yeah all so. right tiktok let's talk about it my favorite app of 2020 far out the hours that i have lost to tiktok guys i'm not proud it is it is it is have you ever seen an app blow up like tiktok
1: it's so weird tiktok blew up so much and i have never really used it like i have an account with like eight hundred thousand followers and i don't use it like i I think it was when it first came out i i did a few things but i just yeah yeah i didn't And it's not that i shouldn't have i just yeah i just didn't and i don't know why in hindsight or it was the stress of having to think of something funny that fits in 15 seconds
0: i would actually recommend not getting into it right now because if you get into it it will take over your life your screen time will go up significantly so if you don't have tiktok observe from the sidelines you don't need to get involved i'll save you the waste of time for don't, yourself.
1: don't do drugs kids all right it's just, <laughs> just stay away um at the but- same
0: time it's brought me so much joy and there are so many talented funny people there but the reason that we're going to talk about it is is it here to stay or is it literally about to get banned
1: there's there's about- no way it'll go
0: About a week ago, Trump made a statement as he was boarding Air Force One, basically saying that he might ban TikTok. And the reason for that being that there have been pretty long standing concerns around privacy of information with TikTok and the fact that TikTok is owned by WeChat, which is a Chinese company and Chinese companies have reporting requirements to the government there, uh, which holds massive privacy and security concerns. It led to an absolute outpouring of terror from the teenagers in the States, basically concerned that the app that's gotten everyone through quarantine may be no longer. Um, But it looks as though that isn't the case. What is the progression, though, is that last week Trump executed Two executive orders, basically saying that within 45 days, he will ban transactions between U.S. entities and the parent companies of TikTok and WeChat, which is respectively ByteDance and Tencent. So this is pretty interesting because at the moment, there's been a number of conversations saying that Microsoft is interested in buying TikTok. Um, That said, as of a a couple of days ago, it also came out that apparently Twitter might be interested in buying the US arm of TikTok as well.
1: And then it also came out that TikTok is suing uh, the Trump administration to try and stop him from being able to kind of ban them at all. So there's kind of like, there's three balls up in the air right now and there's no idea which way it's going to land.
0: And then the second part of that, which I feel like hasn't got the attention that it deserves, is Trump also trying to ban transactions between U.S. entities and Tencent. And I feel like Tencent is the biggest company that no one's ever heard of. I think we've mentioned it on the podcast briefly before. But if you don't know Tencent, um, you actually They
1: own do. everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, do. they
1: own everything.
0: They They are a technology company out of China, but they are the biggest video game company in the world as well. They own a stake in basically everything. Yeah, literally. They own Riot. They own a part, they own like 40% of Epic, I believe. They own part of Discord. They own literally. It's probably easier to name what they don't own than to to name what they own.
1: Yeah, basically, basically, think of everything in tech, and they probably have a significant stake in almost all of it. Like this company, they wanted to start their own streaming service in uh, China or over in Asia, and they so what they did was they just went out and they bought all three of the like basic, basically existing streaming services, and then they just made them fight each other. Just, and they were like, whoever's the best wins. And they're like, cause they don't care. They're literally, they're competing against hunger themselves. It was hunger game shit. They bought all these streaming services and then they were like, fight my children. You know, like they literally, they just put them up against each other. Cause they don't care who wins. Ultimately the cost of buying those companies is nothing to them in the scheme of having domination over the streaming space. So they just wanted the, they just wanted the best one to win.
0: It is interesting to me that they've been able to acquire so much because you would think that it almost has made them a monopoly in the gaming space. Yeah, and it's kind of anti-competitive that they're able to own so much of everything.
1: I reckon it's because they have a lot of like uh, of non-majority stakes. I, I don't I, I don't fully know my my right. monopoly law, but I'm guessing if you don't have a controlling <laughs> A controlling interest in the company it's probably a bit more lax because then you're just kind of like you're you're benefiting when that company does well but you're not able to like use it to make decisions right. that you can use to manipulate the market i'm getting yeah, that it's a based on zero evidence just a <laughs> hopeful understanding
0: economics with muselk not <laughs> what you came gets. for but what you're getting <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not what you came for but it is what you wanted but also i did love economics in school it was a good topic we're getting sidetracked anyway tencent owns the world and we're all gonna die and they have all your information and you can't escape from it give up now
0: okay but what do you think about tiktok Elliot? what do you okay what i would like to know is here's my thing i think it's really interesting that microsoft wants to buy tiktok because for me when i think about it what's microsoft got to offer tiktok I don't mean that as like a silly question, but for me, I think about TikTok and their parent company, ByteDance, as a very progressive tech company. I don't see Microsoft in the same way. And I think Microsoft's history of buying progressive tech companies has not gone well for them. That's why, for example, oh, go ahead. They previously bought Skype, which I don't, does anyone use Skype anymore? I don't know. I'm not sure if anyone uses Skype anymore. (laughs) Um, But I I just think it's really interesting that, yeah, I can see perhaps the interest for Microsoft. I'm not sure if I see the interest for TikTok. I do think that it's Microsoft trying to make a big play in the social media world, which at the moment they don't really have a stake in. Um, Yeah. What do you think, Elliot?
1: I don't know. I I think that... (sighs) I think the Microsoft need. I think you're right. Like when, the question you asked just before about what can Microsoft offer TikTok versus what can TikTok offer Microsoft. I think it's definitely the other way around. I think it's. Uh, I think it's Microsoft needs TikTok a lot more. I'm guessing they mm-hmm. see it as kind of like their their chance to jump back on the train of that kind of tech space and not yeah. totally miss out on uh, on on that next generation of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I'm guessing ultimately, though, it's just going to come down to, to the money, right? Um, but wait, what else does Twitter, who owns, I, I feel like, I, I can't believe I'm asking this, but who owns Twitter and what else do they own?
0: Twitter owns Twitter. Twitter's no one, not owned.
1: Right, so no one actually, yeah. yeah, no one came in and bought them yet. And they don't really no, have- No, they're listed. Right, but they don't really have anything outside Twitter, any like major platform.
0: No, not major, which is why I think it would be really interesting if they were to buy TikTok. To me, that's a much more interesting play because it elevates Twitter um, to, you know, much closer to the level of, like, a Facebook or, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. I-, I think that they need, that, like, Twitter needs something to move out of being Twitter, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, I feel like Twitter's very, like, backed into a hole. Like, they are they are what they are i mean once again i might be saying that until they actually manage to become something else but you know like facebook Mm -hmm. was a social media platform that people built their lives on there's a lot of places to go twitter not that it's enclosed but it also is kind of like people go there for a very specific reason and they're not that open to do much else you know um so i'm interested i I think that i think that honestly both companies could benefit a lot from kind of owning tiktok i would be interested to know what that looks like, considering it would probably still exist outside of, you know, those certain countries, outside of like America mm. and Australia as the app it is today. And I'm guessing that they would have to coexist because it kind of needs to be the same app, if that makes sense. Mm. I don't know. I find that part very confusing. But regardless, I re- I'm i so curious how much that company is expected to be worth or how much the
0: Well, that's... Is. That's what the numbers that have been going around are so broad and I think it will be fascinating when and if it happens to find out how it has, how much it does sell for because at the moment I think the numbers, numbers I've seen on the internet have been ranging from anywhere between 5 billion to 50 billion dollars and all of that's... those numbers are big. Hey, that's a couple but... of dollars. <laughs> all of those numbers involve many, many zeros, Um, but I mean, the difference between 5 billion and 50 billion is kind of insane.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of billions in there. You can buy a, a boat or two with that money, maybe a dinghy.
0: I feel like when valuations get into the billions,
1: I feel I'm like just people like, I, just I don't start... even know what
0: that means. Bro, I'm I like, actually I'm, don't know. I'm actually just
1: like, <laughs> like how, do, how are you valuing that though? You know, like it's so abstract at a point, of, especially with digital products where. You're you're so much speculating on their potential growth and the potential to monetize them and their traction and and just so much like unproven, like not solid stuff that you mm-hmm. you know, like you look at you look at um at, at Vine. Vine was the biggest thing in the world. Everyone is like, Vine is taking over, Vine's gonna be huge, then all of a sudden, Vine's gone. Like the same yeah. with Snapchat. Everyone's like, Oh my god, like have you checked out my Snap story today? Like, did all this stuff. Instagram ad stories, Snapchat's like gone. Yeah. It's-
0: I mean, I guess I think where a lot of their valuation probably sits is um, the algorithm they have. So the technology behind that, which is quite unique. And then also just the audience size that they have with such a massive demographic, like with teenagers and people in their 20s, TikTok just commands so much Attention, and I think there's a huge amount of value in that. But you're exactly right. So Twitter, Twitter was the previous owner of Vine before it was defunct, um, or they bought Vine and then it died. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. You think you think so, Twitter's like
1: Twitter's like I've been hurt before. I'm not ready to love again.
0: <laughs> I've been hurt so many times. <laughs> but it's so I don't get it. Round I'm, two.
1: <laughs> not not to like sound like a broken record because I know we've talked about this before, but I look at TikTok and I'm like. How are you different to Vine? I don't get it. You are Vine. You're just Vine with different branding and slightly longer video format. Like I mm-hmm. I just look at it and I'm like, I just I don't I physically don't understand how Vine could go bankrupt and TikTok is seen as worth fifty billion dollars. It yeah. That's what blows my mind.
0: It's it is insane. Um, so it'll be super interesting to see what happens there. That said, Instagram's made their play on their TikTok equivalent called Reels. Have you seen it, Elliot? No. So Reels was introduced onto Instagram last week, and it's basically an absolute ripoff off
1: like TikTok. They did with, like they did with stories.
0: Yes, exactly. So they copped a little bit of flack for total lack of originality, which I think is fair. Um, I think it just shows that Facebook, which owns Instagram, obviously, is basically ready to just um take over, eat up anything that they see as commanding attention. And I think Instagram would have seen TikTok as competing in a space that they were previously playing in in terms of short short um, short visual content. And, yeah, they've released it. They're paying creators to upload on Reels, which I think is really interesting to try and get things started. Is it a a different app? No, it's within the Instagram app.
1: So it's just not in Australia yet?
0: No, it is. It is. If you go onto your Explore page, it should come up there. But it is, yeah, it's definitely very, very similar to the TikTok um, product, but I don't think that the algorithm is developed as it should be But
1: yeah, I it's think, every yeah. every reel I can see on there right now as well, uh, is uh, has the TikTok logo in the top corner because they're the ones people have yeah. saved off TikTok and then posted there. I find that quite funny. Um, I think it's
0: hard. I I think Instagram's playing. That's it. I, I think my gut feel is they're playing behind and they can't catch up. But at the same time, the success that they had with something like stories, which they totally mm. ripped off Snapchat was wildly successful for them. Yeah. And basically meant the end of Snapchat. So I guess they figure are worth a shot.
1: I feel like it's weird because it's kind of like, what what's the difference between a story and a reel? Like they, they seem like very similar products, like short form, like videos. Like I, I know ultimately like one of them is mm. more like, Hey, here's a little thing I did in my day and here's some comedy. But yeah, I think there there is there's a there's a bit of weird. I think they need to like find a way to, you know, clearly define the two products. But anyway, yeah. it'll be interesting. I think ultimately, regardless, when I break it down at the end of the day, TikTok's not going anywhere. It's it's still going to be here. It's it's not it's not going to get deleted it's not going to get banned out of america because ultimately one of two things will happen either they win their appeal against trump and it's no longer forced to be banned or ultimately they're going to be like well look we've got the choice of either selling it for 50 billion dollars or just letting it die and i think they will probably not a financial expert take the 50 billion dollars you heard
0: it here first guys (laughs)
1: You have heard it here first. $50 billion is a lot of money. Tune in next week for the next big scoop where we talk about is $100 billion also a lot of money?
0: (laughs) I think I would take it as like a warning though to um, TikTok creators that they should try and diversify though. Yeah. I think like you don't want to be one of the people that's a one platform wonder and is just caught on something and then can't translate it, which I think is why you've seen people like Addison Ray creating like a beauty line and a long form podcast with Spotify. And they're talking about reality TV shows and that sort of thing. I think they're the people that have got the right idea. It's like they've found an audience on TikTok, and they're constantly trying to think how they can funnel it into longer form content and monetize that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, don't, don't do what happened to half the people on Vine. Like some of them got out. David Dobrik got out. Jake Paul got out. Logan Paul got out. A lot of people didn't get out. They're still stuck in that fiery car crash and they're not yeah. coming back. Although I would have almost loved it when TikTok came out, if I was a viner, I would have just pulled up my library of like five thousand like pre done like short copy <laughs> and just been like post, post post and just done one a day i mean like i can literally sit here building up an insane following over the next like five years and not do anything (laughs) just schedule all my posts too funny but yes diversify
0: (laughs) diversify always okay i feel like that's a pretty good place to leave it for this week guys thank you for tuning in um remember to review the podcast on apple if you're listening to it there Um, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel down below if you're watching us on YouTube.
1: And we will probably Um... see you next week to talk about whether or not TikTok sold and whether or not Ninja got the bag or if he's just signing to YouTube.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye. Bye.